Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, an announcement before we start. The producers and myself, Clinton Baptiste, would like to apologise to a Ms Carol Braithwaite of 27 <laughs> Bolton, Lancashire, following comments made in last week's episode by myself in regards to a ghost lady of a similar name, Carol Baker, whom I alleged my spirit guide Tarawak was friends with. It's been pointed out to me since recording that Carol Braithwaite is in fact the name of a local woman I know from an evening class I attended last year at a local tech college. Carol Baker is the name of Tarawak's ghost friend. I simply got the names confused. I said Braithwaite when I meant Baker. The similarity between Carol Braithwaite, my college lecturer, and this undead ghost woman are solely that they share a similar sounding name. Consequently, when I referred to Carol Braithwaite as, and I quote, an old brass and common as dog's muck, that was with reference to the dead Carol Baker and not the very much alive Miss Carol Braithwaite, the lecturer from the college. Furthermore, comments made by me that Carol Braithwaite was, and I quote, a bit white flight, if you know what I mean, busty, bitchy, two-faced and all a bit Lambert and Butler were unfortunate. They were in reference to the other ghost lady, Carol Baker. After a conversation with Ms Braithwaite's solicitor, I'm more than happy to set the record straight. The Ms Braithwaite, who runs the evening class, is very much alive, living in Oldham, and is a successful Reiki teacher and not, as I inferred, euphemistically, someone who had allowed a 400-year-old Greenlandic Inuit to, I quote, go downstairs during their brief courtship. On the contrary, Ms Braithwaite is happily married and, as far as I know, Ms Braithwaite has never indulged in fellatio or cuntilinkus with any apparitions or phantoms from the afterlife. Ms Braithwaite has a stainless reputation and I apologise for this mistake in naming her. Myself and my producers hope this draws a line under this unfortunate matter and we can all move on. Thank you. 
Namaste and a Rishi Shunak to each and every one of you. I've got her here. It's only Linda's resplendent in blue. Yes. Linda Pollock is here. That's it. Talking to the microphone. Cobalt blue I'm wearing. Cobalt blue. She's absolutely gorgeous. Hair looks lovely. Thanks. Very summery. What are you after? (laughs) I'm after a bit of quality, a bit of gold. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I can give you that. I'd like a bit of acceptance that the paranormal exists. I feel like I've been poo-pooing it a bit. Well, all right. Here we go. I've had two unfortunate incidents recently with my pipe work. Uh, And I'm trying not to see it as an unfortunate event, but maybe a sign from above that I need to unblock... Your pipes. pipes. Okay, and before anyone thinks we're talking euphemistically about... spiritual pipes. Yeah, spiritual pipes. Yeah. No, it's not spiritual pipes or physical pipes. It's actual pipes in your house, Actual ones, and I've had to get them looked at, and I've had to get them sorted out at great expense. This will be over soon, listeners, don't worry. Keep going. But... Maybe it's all part of that rupture and repair that needs to happen in my actual life. Oh, that's right. Very spiritual. Sometimes it can manifest itself like that. Yeah. I mean... Because the problem was already there. Yeah, that's right. It just showed itself. So you're saying that that in many ways the boiler and the pipework is a portent for what's going on in your life. And the sewage all over me ginnel, yeah. Oh, Christ, sewage all over your ginnel. No-one's saying you're an old boiler. You make me feel shite, that's you, my lovely Linda. Linda, so that what have you sorted out your pipe work now? I think so, but who knows? For God's sake, it's one of them things you never know until until you know. Right, so you don't know whether it's actually fixed. Has it been... Uh, no. We're nearly done with this. Don't worry, folks. We'll get on to the supernatural in a minute. The man's coming back to straighten my pipe out, but other than that, he's holding all right. Oh, you just me. That aside, let's get on with the bloody show. No more about the pipes. Thank you. Well, I want to... First of all, I want to start... Last week... I've been talking to Linda about it. She doesn't agree with this, but I thought I was a little bit... It was a bit rude, wasn't it? It was only fans this, knobs that, you know. And I think, as a man of a certain age, I'm going to try and keep a lid on the sexy stuff. All right. I look forward to you trying that. <laughs> so, before we do let's just get a couple of these out of the way. Would you like to spank my bottom one day? There'll be nothing more like that. That's Maureen from... By the way, Maureen from Tottenham. Can you get in touch? You can't be dead. You should know. Hold on. Tarawak, is Maureen dead? I'm having sex at the moment. No, we think she's still alive. <laughs> Come on, Tarawak, do a bit more research. That's a good, 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 good call there, Linda. Well, you know, you've got to use these facilities. Yeah, let's... If indeed, they exist. They do bloody exist, you silly moo. Let's get on with the show. Can I just... I want to get to this about the letters. Can you please tart them up a bit? You can leave them... Something spooky... Something, any questions, anything about Linda's pipe work, whatever you like. If you can't get registered, I will listen to that. Mm. But please try to invest them with what I call a celebration of the English language. Can we have some full stops? Can we have a little bit of comerage? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I despair of you. This is this is all one sentence that arrived. I think, I think the bloke's name is Matt. Can we have the spooky music on, please? Uh, yeah. It's a comical spooky music for someone who can't write properly. Here we go, here we go. When I was 10, I was on a school trip to Bamborough Castle and that a lady once lived there who wore a pink dress, so was called the Pink Lady. And the Pink Lady had a husband like, and he went to war or something and died or didn't die, but didn't come back. And she got tired of waiting, so she jumped off the castle walls or something. And it turns out she was all like pink on the inside too, as was the bottom of the cliffs. Now her ghost comes back each year to find her husband or one that looks like a bit like her husband. When I was in Arrow 
I was in a narrow corridor near where she appears and it was covered in old musty tapestries and that. And I felt a hand grip my upper arm, but I looked round and no one was there. So I told my teacher who laughed at me saying pink lady had found a man, but I didn't think much. It goes on like this. Flipping it. And it's, you know, you could have invested that with a little bit more effort. Yeah. It could have been nice. If you take your time, unlike this beautiful one, would you please regale us, Linda? Hi, Clinton. I had to get in touch with you to tell you my story that yeah. remains a mystery to me, and here is a full stop. Hopefully... Just a second. We're applauding a full stop. There's a comma coming up as well. Oh, crap. Hold on, let me get ready. Go on. Oh, are you reading it? Do you want me to? Yeah, go on, get on with it. The tale dates back to when I was a young boy of ten years old in 1979. We lived in a small village in the West Midlands. I won't name the actual village out of respect. To who? <laughs> I don't matter, I'll keep going. Our home was about a mile from a Dr Bernardo's orphanage, which was an imposing red brick building dating back to the Victorian time, but sometime right. in the 1970s had been converted into a boy's borstal. Ooh, yuck! Was Dr. Bernardo's a barstool? I thought it was just for unfortunate kids who didn't have a mum and dad. Yeah, this is this is not stacking up. It was a but it's a Bernardo's orphanage that that was converted into a boys' barstool. All, All right, right, okay. The local village children were warned that this was where the naughty boys were sent and to stay away. Right. I remember our Cubs pack played a cup final there. A local celebrity footballer, Kenny Hibbett... Oh, it, your was, it is Wolves. It is Wolves. It is Wolves, yeah. ..gave out the medals. <clears throat> I was starstruck and didn't wash my hands for a week. Oh. On my way home from the Cubs one week, I decided to Th take a This is where it gets cut. good. This is where it gets good. Get ready. Get ready. I decided to take a shortcut through Dr Bernardo's oh. playing field. During the daytime, the inmates... Not sure if that's not PC, sorry. Just a minute. During the daytime, the inmates... Not sure if that's not PC, sorry. Can I just ask you... This is just, just stop the music, but take the echo off. Just say, why do people do that? Why do they say not PC? I would say, first of all, inmates in a boys' borstal is probably accurate, yeah. isn't it? They're not free to go. They yeah. probably would be. But there's, and I know I'm picking up on a tiny thing here. Uh, what was his name again, this fella? Who cares? <laughs> I think it's Gary. Uh, oh no, I tell you, it's this Andy McTandy. Um, it's. Why do people do that? They're obsessed with it. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. But when it's, you've oh. said it, that suggests you know you shouldn't say it. What I, I would say is... Yeah. Say it and let me judge you. Well, that's true. But also, I, I am judging and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. They no. are inmates. On that occasion, no. I'm just wondering people what are, you're being funny about. They're full of this kind of... Oh, are you getting around my way? Just digressing. There's a block in my pub. It's like, oh, you can't say nothing nowadays. You can't say nothing nowadays. I feel like saying, no one gives a flying fuck what you think anyway. You can say whatever. <laughs> no one's interested in you. And when he says he can't say anything nowadays, he's saying it, right? He's saying it, and you wonder what he thought he could say yeah. in the other days. But the, and there's a, the, I tell you what, there's an just digress in a second. I'm not mentioning any names, but there is an actress who I know, and she was saying the other week about you know diversity casting in diversity, mm. not diversity. The, I mean, not the not the dancers. I'm talking about no. casting diverse range of people yes. playing parts, right? I get you. And she's gone to me, she's gone, oh, yeah, there you are, you see. She said, well, of course, it stops white, middle-aged, middle-class people like me from getting a part. And I want to say to her, you work in a shop, my love. What stops you getting a part is that you haven't actually fucking done any work since about 1995. Yeah. I would say not, you know, having nothing on your CV for 27 years is probably the real reason. Nothing to do with diversity! Try an audition. 
Try an audition, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Try and get an agent, stop working in that shop and see how you go. But easier to blame other people, isn't it? Oh, of course it's easier to blame other people. And I feel like almost immediately I've been a bit mean saying that about her. She won't be listening, no one is. But I, I mean, up in up in, up in in heaven, they're not so PC up there. I bet. Oh! Old-fashioned, aren't they? Very old-fashioned. They're all a bit like that. Oh, yeah, we welcome anyone up here. But they've got to, you know, they've got to integrate. You know, these people don't want to integrate. They're up there. I mean, they're, Bernard Manning's got um, an embassy club up there. Has he? Oh, my God, the embassy club is live. They have them all up there. Um, you, you wouldn't believe Mother Teresa. She does a very blue act up there. Mother Ther- oh, my God. I guess she's getting out of her system. Oh, you just thank me. You're don't joking. Me. No, she didn't say that. Can I just... <laughs> no, she didn't say that. I'm having sex at the moment. And she didn't say that no, either for didn't. anyone who's getting... Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I know, you know, I don't want to say that about... Mother Teresa, she is a holy cow, which in itself is not... I'm not being... Not very PC of me to say that. I'm just saying that's what goes on up there. Don't shoot the bloody messenger. Do you understand? But she is up there, Mother Teresa, surrounded by her missionary of charities. I'm getting the word nuns. It continues. Oh, sorry, carry on with what he says, this fella. Played football or PE in the field, but in the evening it was quiet and eerie. Quiet and Can you do it quiet and I eerie? I was a little Bethlehem. scared. But as I climbed over the cast-iron perimeter fence... Oh, Don't be take careful. Piss, go a bit fat, I now. remember someone skinny dipping oh, right, when I was at college God, yeah. and getting the parky turned up. Right. And they all jumped out of the lake yeah. and over the cast iron fence except one of them didn't quite make it he nicked himself I'm just going to say himself because we're trying to be a bit cleaner and had a very tricky conversation with the uh, nurse at the local hospital oh my god what did she say no she didn't say that what did she say no but it would have turned into one of them stories that nurses tell in the pub where they say oh he said he fell on it hard Not really. I'd like you to sew up my ball bag, first of all. <laughs> anyway, Anyway, come on. over the cast-iron fence all they go. All ball bags aside, let's get on with it. I was confident the 80 yards to the other side would yes. take a couple of minutes to get across, and I would soon be in the safety of my home. As I started to walk across, I accidentally bumped into a mound of soil. Here we go. This is where it starts getting spooky. About four foot by two foot, thanks very much for the measurements, near the base of the old cedar trees. That, that's so un-PC to do it in old-fashioned imperial. Ooh, expect you have to do it all European now. Four foot by two foot. Carry on. It was dark, but I could smell the unmistakable odour of the freshly dug ground. Here we go, scary. I reached down and unearthed the half-buried old golden black football sock and a right football boot in the ground below me. I managed to loosen the sock and boot from the dirt and hurriedly carried it with me to the far side of the field. I threw it over the iron rail and clambered over the fence, careful, to the other side. From the safety of the street, I looked at the football boot and sock under the yellow of a streetlight. Handwritten inside the boot, it said, property of Richard Thomas. I decided to leave the boot and sock on the railings in case Richard decided to come back for it. Unlike your friend who left the the boot and the sack on the railings, from what I remember. Uh, uh, Anyway, listen, it continues. About five years later, you'll like this, about five years later, the old Victorian building of Dr Bernardo's was bulldozed to make way for a new housing called the Cedars. I left school and got a job working as a cadet for Royal Mail. Needless information. Too much info. After about ten more years, I finally got transferred to my home village. On the first day on my new round through the village, I had a shoebox-sized parcel addressed 
to Mr. R. Thomas. 79 The Cedars. This house backed on to where the old Dr. Bernardo's was many years before. I took it to the address on the package, but the homeowner had not heard of Mr. Thomas. They had been there since the house was built. I don't want to take the piss out, but I believe all it. They'd been in the house since it was built in the mid-1980s, and they were certain Mr. Thomas had never lived there. There was no return address on the package either. I took the parcel back to the sorting office, where it remained for months. To this day, I do not know the contents of that box, what? but it gave off a musty, earthy smell from time to time. I fear it might have been the left football boot and sock from Naughty Boys School, but don't know. Are you able to help resolve this mystery? What, the mystery of why you wrote in with this rather tedious... Bloody hell, that went nowhere, Andy McTandy. Andy McTandy! Can... The upshot of this, I'm just going to... I'm just going to... I'm just going to... Uh, what's the word? Um, Pracy. What, what do you call it? Reduce. Um... Summarise. Summarise! Thank you. That's why they pay you the big bucks, well, my love. Occasionally. Summarise. Uh, yeah, basically, this fella, he walked up... Shut up! Too long. Too long, that thing. He walked across a field many when he was a boy. Yeah. He dug up something that looked like a football boot. Some yeah. years later, he became a postman. Yeah. He got a parcel, and he and it was addressed to the same person whose name had been written in the boot. He then tried to deliver the parcel and realised that, that someone had given the name of the ghostly boot. Oh, that's shite, isn't but it? But the only thing connecting it, really, was that name and the fact it stank. Andy McTandy and anybody else, if you are going to write in, can you please try and make it a little bit better? You are a very sexy man. That may be true, but you're writing shite. We want a beginning, a middle and an end. Come on, people. Bloody hell. I have to cut that down now. That was promising as well, because it had some full stops. Well, let's go to some really shite phone calls once again. One new message. Hello, Clinton. My name is Andy, and I live in a semi-detached house in Gloucestershire. I think I have a five-minute midnight go to my neighbour's house next door every Friday night. It must be poltergeist, because I hear and then feel gentle tapping, slightly increasing in the adjoining wall into the headboard of my bed, waking me up. It's shocking how it slowly gets more insistent and then suddenly stops and the poltergeist makes this eerie grunting. Well, Clinton, it's Jeffrey. We need you to pop over again. I'm having that bother again. Uh, you know, the same issue as last time. You came over and you exercised it for me, didn't you? Um, would you mind, my love? All right. Hi, Clinton. It's Mark from heaven. Happy birthday, Clinton. Hi, Clinton. I went to my local snook hall. I was there by myself, just racking up my balls. And I uh, went to the toilet. When I came back, someone had popped my brow. Let me know if you find out who did it. Cheers. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. However, I did manage to speak. This is a cracking phone call. I spoke to this person, Gavin in Scotland. Line three, we've got Gavin on the line. Are you there, Gavin? Hi there, Quentin. How are you doing? Hi. Now, now, look, this might be my supernatural skills, but something tells me you're, you're, you're Scottish. That's right, yes. Whereabouts in Scotland are you from? Uh, in Glasgow. Oh, I know. I've been to Glasgow. It's the city of, city of culture, wasn't it, for a while? That's right, yeah, in the 1990. Yeah, I remember that. Lovely. Is it a cultured place? I would say so, yeah. It's got, um, it's got a subway in it and a KFC. <laughs> um, That's culture. That is culture. culture. Now... Uh, yeah, there's the art galleries, Kelvin Grove Art Galleries. Yeah. I really like going to that, yes. Yeah, the thing is, you're clawing it back now, but you did actually mean that when you said a subway and a KFC as, as culture, didn't you? Yes, and, and, yeah, that, that's right. I, I, I think that you're know, the first things that spring to mind when I talk about Glasgow. <laughs> and the booze. Right. Um, tell me, what happened to you? Can I help you in any sort of way? Uh, yeah, I was in uh, East Kilbride, which is just outside Glasgow. Right. Um, and this was uh, 2005. Right. And it's been ongoing ever since. And it was a flat nearby uh, where, we, where my mum used to stay. Right. Um, this was an abandoned flat. Uh, Ivy, Ivy growing up the side of it. Oh, my God. Hold and on, Charlie. Put the spooky music on. This is sounding scary. Ivy growing up the side of a house, yes. Yeah, Ivy was growing up the side of the house. And our cat, well, my mum's cat, mm. had got into the house. Right. And uh, I, I followed it in with a, a torch and stuff. Right. I, I was, it was creepy anyway. Right. Uh, because it looked abandoned and it was near enough condemned because you had a big scheme of fresh council houses next to this old house, this old uh, right. kind of maybe Victorian built house. Right. So I followed the cat in with a torch and... Uh, crept in 
So can I just rewind? Sorry, just a second. You followed the cat into this Victorian house where your mum used to live? Uh, just, it was the across the road from where my mum used to live. Oh, OK. And so the cat went in there. It was an abandoned uh, Victorian house. Yes. Got it. Go on, shoot. And I'd gone in and there was slime all over the door handle. Slime? Slime. Fucking hell. What, like uh, um, like what they did to those people at ZZ's in, in Salisbury? That yeah. was on the door handle, wasn't it? Uh, that's right. Yeah, there was, there was something... It, it, it was definitely some kind of... Uh, I don't know, discharge of... I don't know if it was Christ. plant or something, but... Human faces? I, I don't know. It, it could have been... Um, yeah. and it, it could have been... Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I hope we didn't I go to KFC it... or Subway straight after touching that. No. No, it, it wouldn't be a good idea. No, anyway, I digress. Go on, what happened? Shit uh, on the doorknob, yeah. Yeah, I put the... I put the, uh, my hand in my shop to turn, to use as a glove to turn the handle. I see. Yeah, very clever. That's a bit like Columbo or something, isn't it? Uh, aye, aye, aye. Yeah. And you... A, a tag up, seen as well in Glasgow. There was a uh, tag it on there as well, was there? Yeah, it does sound like human faces, yeah. Uh, so, the, 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 the cat had already gone in and I'd gone in and there was a, there was a uh, light at the far end and this was getting to uh, about dusk. It was maybe about September. Yeah. And there wasn't much light about. So there looked like something furry in the shadows. Furry? Furry. At the shadows. Furry or funny? Fur, furry. Uh, hairy furry. 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 In the shadows at the far end of this door with the light coming off it. So I said, uh, Sandy is the name of the, the cat. And I said, here, here, Sandy. Yes, Sandy. Here you go. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. And I brought the... And the cat came creeping out. Yeah. And had... Uh, you know, came up and was rubbing itself in my leg. Right. But the furry thing was still on the... Wherever it had been, this furry thing was still in the background. Oh, Christ. Right? I shone the torch on it. Yeah. I, I swear to God there was a, a small face, like a uh, an old woman's face, oh. surrounded by hair. Oh, Christ. Like a kind of um, knitted... Uh, like a ball of wool with wires coming off it, or hair coming off it. And it scowled at me. It what? Scowled? Like a cat hiss. Uh, scowled, scowled, uh, scowled, cried at me and um, or, or, or screamed, shrieked. What shrieked. did he say? Scowled. Yeah, what it did he say? Like, I got that scowled. The furry, 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 the furry skin scowled. Uh, yeah. What did it say? It was just like, uh, get out. It was something like that. Oh, crap. Get out. I, I, I ran as fast as I could. I collected the cat up in my arms and uh, ran out of the door as fast as I could. I heard a kind of scuttling after me, oh. and then the door slammed, and that was it. And it, it but it definitely says it, it was like a, as if a, a cat or a really shaggy little animal with an old woman's face had been there and and came out. And people have said in that part of East Kilbride there was a witch called Tibby. You can look it up. Oh. This is uh, Tibby the witch, and oh. she's oh. meant to have been hanged from a bridge in East Kilbride before they built it. And I think Milton Keynes and East Kilbride are the same architect. So, well, it looks all new. And all, yeah, I know, yeah. All new for the 70s. And they built over that bridge. Yeah. And they built our council scheme. Yeah. Our council houses over the top of that. And you think... And one of the houses that were there were maybe the uh, the man's houses of the... Of the, um, it's not... Of the clergy who'd... Yeah, it wasn't uh, Susan Boyle by any chance, was it? 
Well, she's from not far from there, isn't she? She's from uh, Tottenham, actually, isn't she? Where's she from? Um, um, it's not far from Livingston. she lives, doesn't she, Susan Boyle? Sounds a little bit like her. A little but, ball of wool, you know. <laughs> was she singing I Dreamed a Dream? It, was, it wasn't. It was, it was a nightmare, if anything. Christ. The nightmare. Can I just make it perfectly clear? Just, just, I've got to do a disclaimer that at no point has Susan Boyle, the popular singer off of TV's X Factor, ever yeah. smeared her own excrement on a door handle uh, in East Kilbride. I want to make that perfectly oh, yeah. uh, clear. And at no point has she sat in a fuddy mess screaming and shitting no. herself in next to the house. No, no. What was that? Sorry, I, was I, that? I was, it was a, I accidentally... I accidentally laughed, sorry. Oh, it's all right. I thought you shit yourself. <laughs> now, can I just say that that was a bloody scary story? Okay. You go into the lead, in the leaderboard. Uh, I'm calling that one Subo and the shit on the doorknob. Excellent. And <laughs> Thank you very much. And forming part of my annual <laughs> this year. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Yeah, that was extraordinary. Thank you. Has anyone else uh, seen this um, Subo-style witch? It, it's uh, her name's Tippy, and yep, she's been seen in uh, the recently. I think you can look, look up. Uh, they filmed Outland or Outlander. Yeah. The um, the uh, HBO or the Amazon series up there about a woman going back to the islands in Scotland, and she... I think the crew. Yeah. Were filming in the woods. She used to practice her black arts in. Christ. And uh, apparently Tippy was encountered. Tippy's a real witch, and they apparently encountered her. So they there's things where she's meant to, you know, uh, that was the thing. I mean, I'd, I'd seen this thing and then going back to talk to, uh, you know, my English teacher at school who said, yeah, around here there are loads of legends and stories about Tibby right. and uh, you can do a project on it and, and I did. I am going to look her up. Not Subo, okay. Tibby. Tibby, yep. And I'm going to look that up and that's, that is that is one of the best stories we've ever had and it sent a chill all right. the way down to my... Bottom and round under my testicles. So I want to thank you very much, Gavin. Thank you. Great story. Good luck. Thanks very much. Thank, thank you. you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, there you are. What about that? That was pretty spooky. What to say? Yeah, bloody spooky. Uh, I want to just say this, Linda. I know that you are between partners at the moment. Well, I don't want to bring it. I know you're a little bit down. We're in the cobalt blue. Reminds you maybe of your mood about your relationship too soon. It was the only thing that was dry after my pipe burst. So I, myself, am not courting at the moment. So I've been on a particular website. Oh, God. It's a spiritual website. And this week I went to meet a lady. We went out for a meal, not particularly expensive. One was at the Frankie and Benny's. Right. And this is how we got on. Oh, blimey. So, uh, (laughs) Jackie... Tell me, yeah, tell fine. me a little bit about yourself. But do, do. <laughs> Don't let me do all the talking. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel a little bit nervous. Actually, I haven't. Um, uh, I haven't. It's the first time I've actually been on been on a date. Uh, you know, since um, since my husband my husband passed away. Uh, yeah, tra- really yeah. at about three three years ago, so I haven't. You know, I've just been yes, you know, yes, um, on, yes. on my own really. <laughs> me and my right. I've got yes. two two cats and. Um, 
Yeah, Holly. Um, yeah. Holly. And, uh, Holly, yeah. Holly not, and Willoughby. Not, quite, not that interested in that, but, but can, Jackie, do, 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 do you, I mean, it's quite a, a thing for me too to go out on a on a date. Uh, no, I mean, I had, I had a very, very, very happy um, marriage, actually. Yeah. I was yeah. married for, um, um, you know, sort of 20 years. Right. Uh, yeah. We've got, um, we've got two, two children, a boy yes. and, and a girl. Lovely, um, lovely, Jake, lovely. Jake and Lucy. And, lovely, you know, lovely so names. They're obviously still living with me, but you know, I think it's about time I sort of got myself out on out on the town again, you know. So uh, uh, out on the t- town experimenting and, m- and meeting people, that's lovely. What? Oh, it's, hold on, this is our... Uh, oh, thank you, thank you very much. Oh, that's thank you. Oh, that's, that looks lovely, doesn't it? It does look nice, doesn't it? Yeah, it's really, oh, really... Really nice, thank you. I've got the old surf and turf there. I'm glad you're Ooh. not you're not a vegetarian, really. I've got. Uh, uh, no, I'm not vegetarian. No. I, I've tried being vegetarian though, but well, that looks nice. The steak looks yeah. good, doesn't it? Lovely, can't wait. Yes. To, I'm a martyr to me uh, condiments. I do love ta- <laughs> the tartar sauce we got here. Yes, lovely. Bit of may- mayonnaise, a little bit of ketchup. I do like. Sorry, yes. you were saying about the death of your your husband. Oh, so. Yes. So yeah. well, I mean, he he passed away. Just, sorry, just pass me that tartar sauce there on the set. Yeah. I mean, it's none of my business, but what, what happened? How, how did he die? Well, he's been there for a really long time. Sorry, sorry, I'm listening. Oh, yeah, this one, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, it's full. a big bottle. But, um, full. All these things. Are... Sorry, yeah, you were well, saying. Yeah. It's probably enough yeah. there. But um, he um, he died of a... He had a terminal illness, yeah. and he was ill for, for many, many years, actually. Oh, okay. No, the big C. Oh, but um, so when I am, um, then anyway, you? so yeah. well, he just he just faded away oh, in the end. Right. I mean, he fought, hung on, and really, you know, he really hung on for a long time. And bloody catcher! Sorry, you were saying he hung on. <laughs> the day he died, so the day was the day I'd woken up with the birds singing, and um. I was, we were all with him that morning. Sorry, I'm just, and I, I do like a bit on my chin. I held his hand. Sorry. Sorry. It's OK. Maybe you should pass I, me, um, I'll leave that. I'll just have the, just give me the mayonnaise instead. It's a bit fuller. Just whispered in his ear, you know. What did you, what did you whisper? Just, well, wherever you are. Sorry, what? Within the celestial realm. I will be there with you. I'll be able to, to hear you, to see you, know that I'm always with you. Sorry, I just, I do like a bit of mayo on my, <clears throat> on my French fries. Sorry, do carry it. Would you like a little, I'll give you a little glass of um, wine. Oh, thank you. Just, just, just pass me that tartar sauce there, just, just quite nice with the the prawns. They are my love. Get that down, you. Yeah, this one. Yeah, is thank that you. Tartar? That looks Sorry, like horseradish. Just that's lovely. Sure, yeah. it's not horseradish. No, that's that tartar. So no, the Sorry, kids they've been Could you fill these up. They're half empty. Thank you. Sorry, what did the kids say? <clears throat> so well, you know, we've moved. We've, we've moved on. The kids, obviously, yeah, they difficult. I did say their goodbyes. I mean, Sorry. Yeah. And my husband wrote them all a special book, each, to, with all the memories oh, of all the things that we've done. And he also... He also recorded a, 
soundtrack of him playing the piano. So we put that on every now and then. Oh, that sounds lovely. What what sort of thing? It's beautiful. What sort of things did he... Some Debussy. I know he loved Debussy. And, um, you know, and then just Just things that that he composed himself. Sorry, mustard. Could you just pass me... Thank you. French one. Sorry, go on. But what what did he play, Debussy? Did he play... Yeah, he played, you know, some lovely Debussy. But the things that he kept for us... Um, was his own com- composition called Night of the Stars. Lovely. I could play it to you. If you like, I could oh, send so it to you. I mean, it's just a really beautiful piano piece with sort of a a really beautiful bass. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? And I, I could play it to you if you like. Actually, so I, I can play a little. Oh, that sounds. I might give up on this mayonnaise. I can't get anything out of the bloody. Right. Oh, lovely. That's jolly nice, like... isn't it? Yeah. So, what about you? Have you had any emotional times with anybody that you've I like... had a relationship? Well, with? I've, 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 I've done my best to. <laughs> Never been particularly lucky in love. I've... You know, I've never found the right person. Yeah, I've not, uh, I've not heard from Jackie since. Jackie, if you're listening, I would, you know, maybe have another date, maybe slightly different restaurant this this time. This is a corker. Ghost Hunter reveals telltale signs you're being haunted by evil spirits. If you would, please, Linda. An Australian psychic ghost hunter has said that most places are haunted, but the real trouble comes when a location is spooked by someone who was evil during their life. Oh, like a... I've been watching you sitting on the toilet. Yes. An Australian psychic ghost hunter has revealed that homeowners are, can usually spot the clues that their houses are haunted. Whether or not we'd like to admit it, we've all had the sneaking suspicion our house is haunted on more than one occasion. Whether it's things that go bump in the night, or the creeping existential dread that we deserve to be hunted by spectral goons. What? Yeah. What? Oh, the, the, what? The, the dread that there's someone in your house is absolutely terrifying. I've been watching you. Sitting on the toilet with your trousers and your pants, pants down. down. Yeah, her. Mankind's urge to believe in the unbelievable is well documented. And according to famous spook... Caterina Legato. She's so famous, uh, I've never heard of famous her. spook? You mean a spook hunter? No, spook is... is oh, Linda. Linda, Linda, Linda. A spook is like, it's like a, a, a psychic investigator. Is it? Yes, I've been called that. I thought a spook is what you're trying to find. <laughs> Guys, sorry about Linda. She don't know. Fuck all. Get on with it. Katerina Legato apparently is a spook, which is a good thing. Some people's fears may be more justified than you'd initially think. Now, this is true. So this is where I'm on board with this. Known as the Australian Ghost Whisperer. Does that ring any bells? (laughs) Katerina. How are why? I'm the Australian Ghost Whisperer. Listen, fair, don- fair dinkum, you've come round and you've haunted the house, but go away. That's, that's what it sounds like. You're flaming like. yahoo. You're flaming yahoo. Get out. Get out of my house. Yeah, go on. Go walk about. Go walk about. And that ghosty ate my baby. A dingo ghosty ate my baby. That's Katerina Legata. I'm an Australian ghost whisperer. Okay. Anyway, she's enjoyed a long and successful serious career pulling back the curtains. 
Oh, Christ. On the spiritual I world. know someone who's done that. Yeah, so she's pulled back the curtains. Flyman Hick! Flyman Hick! I'm gonna pull my, my curtains. I'm gonna pull my, my curtains. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on then. According to the expert, there are several signs your house might be haunted. Yeah. Katerina explained there was one clean sign, sorry, clear sign Same. of a haunting. She said, most people complain of always being cold. Oh, the bloody palms, always, always bloody cold. Bloody hot when they come out here. Yeah. <laughs> and of being tired all the time. Oh, that's me. Yeah, that does sound like me. Turn the bloody heat Yeah, off. cold and tired all the time, that's me. This is because the ghosts use living things as a kind of battery inside us to keep them earthside. You've always been like, you've had a battery inside you a couple of times. <laughs> No, it's all of you, you dirty pig. I wasn't going to do the filthy stuff. I'm having sex at the moment. Yeah, I bet you are. Listen, I fell on it quite hard. <laughs> Repeatedly. Also explained the presence of an evil spirit can have terrifying effects on the personalities of those that are This is true. Go on. Mm-hmm. She continued, oh, I, I met, met this woman. woman. Do you want to do it? Oh, I met this woman who said she and her husband had been soulmates, but then they moved house and it all changed. He became a gambler. And st- now, this is it. Hold on. <laughs> she met a woman who said she and her husband had been soulmates. They moved house to a haunted house and it all changed. And then she says, he became a gambler and started cheating on her with sex workers. Was the ghost using his pecker? <laughs> she kicked him out and she did research on the place and found out the guy who lived there before used to run sex slaves and was a horrible man. Once again, once again, someone blaming ghosts. They moved into a house and he started cheating on her, gambling and going with sex workers. Obviously the fault of those beyond the celestial veil. Blame the ghost. Dirty bastard! Luckily, though, Katerina explained that most ghosts are harmless. Well, she, well, that's her opinion. I, I beg to differ. Go on. But the real trouble comes when someone who was evil in life dies. Hold on. What about forgiveness? What about, you know, uh, going and, and meeting your maker? That's absolute bullshit. OK. Katerina. Let's see what she says then. Why are you talking a lot of shit, Katerina? I'm going to whisper this to you. Wake up, you silly glah. <laughs> she said some of them feel evil in death because they were in life. That's right. If you're a horrible person in life, a murderer or something nasty like that, then the darkness follows you. My accent's coming and going. Yeah. I can feel the darkness. I can feel the terrible deeds. Well, that is Katerina. And that let that be an explanation. If you are a bastard in life, you might be a bit of a bastard up there. And next time you get caught with your trousers down, say it was the ghost what done it. I mean, I have to say... Yeah, that's right. Blame it on the bloody ghost. We've had that on more than one occasion here, haven't we? Blame it on the bloody ghost. But can I just say, that is not something that I recognise. I was always of the opinion that horrible stuff happens to you down here. You get up there and you're all... You know, I mean, I thought if you have a sort of an injury or something, it gets better up there if you have a terrible personality. Up there, Abu Hamza is just... You're joking. No, that's what it's like up there. People get cured of their bad bits, don't they? see the light. Yeah, of course they do. And there's also that school of thought that says, if you go up there, you've been very evil in life. Yeah. You come back as sort of, you know, the lowest of the low, crawling on the ground, a dung beetle. Yeah. Or you've been a really evil person. And names, I won't mention certain names. We know people who've been very evil. They'll, be, they'll return to Earth as, I don't know, a spider or a centipede. C- centipedo, particular person I've got in mind. I'm not 
can't say it anymore. Sorry about that. They everyone. do not deserve to be mentioned. They do not. Let's get on with it. Let's keep it light. Keep it light, for Christ's sake. Listen, my love, we're coming to the end. Yeah. And I want to know, what will you be doing? Is it more pipe work? And if it is, can you keep it brief? Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just so... Oh, you're bored of it, I'm bored of it. What I want is just an easy time where I can sit back and can watch some nice telly with a glass yeah. of wine and not oh. be fearing that something's going to spurt out from the cupboard or me... Or my curtains are going to fall down. <laughs> or my light switch is going to start dripping. Don't let anything spurt up your curtains. I'm going to make him taste my jam donut. Now, I promised I wouldn't be so crude this week, and we've bloody well failed. In, I'll see you soon, Linda. Will you come back next week? Yeah, go on. Oh, lovely, Linda. And just to finish now, I'm trying the new thing, which is... A Jane McDonald-style song. Oh, blimey. It's a new thing. I'm, uh, instead of the paranormal headlines, which may return if you want them in the future, but, you know, have you ever seen Jane, McDo- M- Jane McDonald doing a travel show? I have, and I did see one where she sang Cake by the Ocean, which was something oh. I can never forget. Oh, my God. I mean, it is so funny. I will watch the whole bloody thing. She does the, the most appalling double entendres. Have you ever heard her? Oh, Jane McDonald. That's the same as your Scylla Black impression from last week. Sim- they've got a similar voice, haven't they? Oh, Jane McDonald! In a lot of ways, she's kind of the Yorkshire Scylla. I tell you what, I, I, she does the most... I saw her last week, it might be two weeks ago, and she was out in... Did they go to... I think they went to her and some friends, and some of you might remember this, if you saw it, it's on Channel 5. What's it called? Jane McDonald goes on a common holiday. Off on one again. She's off on one again, Jane McDonald. The worst thing to happen... Did you just say goes on a common holiday? <laughs> she does, doesn't she? Oh, Ooh, it's a little bit common. Oh, it's a little bit common. And she but goes... But I love it! But I love it! Oh, no. God, I don't know why I'm being so snobby. I love the programme. And I love Jane. And I love Jane. Jane, if you're listening, do join me for a duet. Dog scratching to get in. Go away! Miracle. Miracle, bugger off! I'm like Johnny Morris in that way, speaking to the animals. Fuck off! Right, don't cancel me because I spoke to the dog. She understands. Listen, Jane McDonald, I digress. Jane McDonald was on there and she went off to, it's like a, a Star Wars pub, themed pub. Oh, you go God. To, in the Epcot Centre or something like that. Somewhere classic. And one of her friends was there and I thought, honestly, for the oldies who, who like it, like me, it's all gentle and, oh, isn't it lovely the way to go and she said to one of her friends what are you drinking there and the friend says oh it's called a rimmer and she went oh she's at the camera oh a rimmer winking theatrical wink and I thought if you actually understand what she's saying yes it sort of wouldn't be appropriate for that show mid-afternoon on Channel 5 anyway once again I've failed to keep this clean. Next week, I will be doing my utmost to keep this podcast clean, tidy Rim-free. And, and rim-free and <laughs> free from any filth. Well, is it naughty? Yes, it is, and I won't be doing it anymore. Until next time, Linda, lots of love to you. Thank you, and back at you. Good luck. I hope your pipes get uh, sorted. You can only hope. And let's, uh, let's end with the Jane McDonald style song for this week. It might just be only this week if it's, cause it's terrible. Bye-bye! Bye. Bye, Linda. Bye. Sorry, not I didn't too know it was much, my turn not then. Not too much to ask for. Well, let's welcome in our Jane McDonald sing-out. <laughs> Thank you, guys. 
Well, I'm glad you could hear it The talk of the spirit Ghosts and ghouls Playing us for fools Thank you to everyone who joined us today Andy McTandy, Jackie on the day The Aussie Ghost Whisperer, Linda And I just hope you're, well, maybe a little bit more open-minded as a result Send your emails or phone calls to 